0: Hey everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. I want to welcome you to the latest installment. It's only been a couple days since my last one. I'm trying to get a little bit better at having these a lot more. So, the reason for today's episode is obviously we've come into the Great Hunt, Winter Nights, and a celebration of ancestors. So grab yourself a cup, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself some mead. Grab yourself some coffee, some soda, just sit back and enjoy, and have some time with modern heathen man. Let's get right into what we're gonna talk about today. So big full moon, really nice. My son was enjoying it the other day and I began talking to him. It was called the Red Moon. Not because of, you know, anything other than it's hunting time. The great hunt has actually begun. Actually, really, the great hunt has begun here in Alabama. The hunting season has opened, and we're getting ready to do our um, primitive hunting with uh, bow and arrow, uh, some of the other stuff going on with hunting. So the great hunt has begun. Um, In our ancestors' time, it was a time for hunting and gathering of crops already in for for the year. We started hunting for some meat our meat, or the great hunt that's on for the darkness that's coming. So, I want to talk a little bit about um, ancestor veneration um, today. We all know that this is a time where, you know, the pagans celebrate um, Samhain, you know, we have Day of the Dead, and we have um, Halloween. With that said, um, we know there's a thinning of the veil, and we can all feel that thinning of the veil right now feel a bit closer to our ancestors a bit closer to those that have gone on before us Um, and a lot of the new people that are in heathenry are asking me questions like what do you do, how do you do it you know, how do you do your veneration and stuff like that Um, through the next month, what I do is personally, this is what I do personally, um, you don't have to do it this way if you don't want to, but this is what I personally do. Each and every day, I denote a person of my ancestry that I would like to venerate. And this came up the other day with somebody, and they wanted to know what veneration was as opposed to worship. Well, my personal definition of veneration is remembering, considering, meditating and contemplating that person or God, okay, doing something in your daily life which brings light to them and lets you focus on them specifically throughout the day to do something that means something either to them or about them specifically, now, what I'll do is I'll pick somebody from my life and I'll go ahead and I'll you know, bring them about as an ancestor, and people talk about them, um, at my altar, or meditate on them, or talk to them specifically, uh, let's see here, let me give you an idea, so like, um, you know, we're getting ready for the family holidays, and we're getting ready to spend time with our families for Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, or you will in Thanksgiving, So, what I would do is I would talk to my grandmother and say, you know, Hail Althea, my grandmother, the person who taught me straightforward love, the person who taught me family heritage and family recipes through food, through holidays, through gifting. And then I'll say things like, you know, she's my grandmother, we called her Mem. And I'll say, Mem, you know, today is your day. Today's the day that I remember you and venerate the things about you. I remember your long hair that was dark. I remember how short you were. I remember you standing at the, the uh, stove cooking for the holidays. I'm getting ready to do the same thing with my kids and begin teaching them the different um, recipes that you taught me and I need your help. I need your help with patience, I need your help with love. I need your help with understanding while I teach them how to do these things. I know they're going to ask why, because I did. And I want to have the same patience and understanding that you did when you were teaching me these things. So in those memories, I ask that you help me have that patience with my children. I ask that you help me have that love with my children. As I teach your recipes to my children that you learned from your grandparents, that they learned from their grandparents, and so on and so forth down the line, to make them family recipes. I ask that you be with me as I do these, and in doing those, I will remember you, and I will teach my children of you, and teach them about how you taught me to make these things, and how you were the first person I tried these from, so... I ask that you be with me while I do that and that you sit with us while we have this meal and they learn about you and let them feel you and let them know that you're there and that we're thinking of you and that's basically it I mean that's the gist of all of it I may have a picture of her out that my kids can see a few mementos of her different things that were hers besides the, the actual food that she liked, or things that reminded me of her would be out for them to see, and for them to interact with, if you will, let them pick it up, let them touch it, let them have the same wonderment that you do for that piece as they look at it, so that's basically it, I mean, just pick somebody from your past, and, you know, venerate them, remember them, remember the things they did, serve their favorite meal, Make their favorite meal. Uh, make something that reminds you of them. Or sitting with them. Go to an activity that reminds you of them. Like, you know, if I'd be venerating my uncle John, I'd be out fishing in a boat because that's one of my fondest memories of spending time with him—is fishing in a boat with him. So, different things like that. And through those memories and through us remembering those people, they continue to live on. Um, my family like most families, I don't know if the, you guys do this or not, most of the families I've met do something like this whenever we have a celebration like a Christmas celebration or a Thanksgiving celebration, a wedding a feast of any type or a get together of any type, there's always an empty chair that continues to get the food, continues to get the drink, they get a plate just like everybody else does and when one of the kids asks why are we putting a plate in an empty seat when we know nobody's sitting there That opens up the opportunity to talk about the people that we want there, the people that would want to be there, but that cannot, that have gone on before us and we don't ever forget them. We continue to remember them, and by doing this practice, we invite them in to join us for each and every one of these celebrations that our family continues to have, even though they're not here and would have loved to be there. So that, that's another idea. Or do a family outing to a place that reminds you of someone, or an old family homestead—things of that nature. It's not that hard to venerate our ancestors. Um, the hard part is picking, you know, people for each and every day. To be honest with you, if you don't have thirty, that's that's you. You know what I mean? Do as many as you can remember. Um, if you forgot somebody, just venerate them on another day. It's not... I don't want to say it's right. It's not that you would have forgotten them for any reason other than there's just either too many or you have other stuff going on. And I'm sure they'll understand. Their lives are as busy as ours. And their lives were full of other things just like ours were. So we just got to remember them. And you know, remember sometimes they forgot things. just like we'll forget things. So, ancestor veneration is important, ancestor veneration, you know, it's the people that brought us here, it's the people that make us, you know, and ingrained in our DNA are small memories of those people, whether we know it or not, ingrained in our DNA are small actions that they did, and different things that came from them, whether we know it or not, or whether we want it or not. That's just the way it is. I see my mom and my son all the time. And he's never really known her. You know, I see my grandmother and my grandfather and my son. You know, if I go back and I look at old pictures of the family, I mean, like, really old Civil War pictures of the family, I see my son in those pictures. And I see those people in my son now. And it's just really strange because I, you know, more and more I see the guidance and I see the connection and I see the actual person there, whether he sees it now or not, I definitely see it. I see me in him, I see my wife in him, and I see our families in him, it's, it's amazing to me. So do what you can for the ancestors, do what you can to venerate them and bring them to the light for the young people in our lives, the young people that are part of our families. Um, Real simple. This I wasn't a very long one and I apologize for it because ancestor veneration is, is really simple. Um, let's all prepare for the great hunt. For those of us that are actually hunting during this time, I wish you luck. I hail you for keeping the traditions of the ancestors alive. I'm going to be doing some primitive hunting this year for sure um, with a bow and arrow. I'm going to cheat a little bit, I'm going to use a crossbow, but I am going to use a um, ball and cap percussion muzzle loader and I'm looking at getting a deer that way. I want to hunt like my ancestors had to, you know, from the 1800s on. I'm really looking for a flintlock so I can go a little bit farther back to like the 1700s. I don't want to get a match light all the way back to the 1600s, but I do want a flintlock and I want to go a little bit beyond what is a time frame of the 1800. I think that would be really cool um, if I can actually take a deer with that. And while I'm in the woods, I'm going to invite all my ancestors to be with me. I'm going to invite them to join me, to have the hunt with me, to participate in it with me, to be part of it with me, to share in the joy if I do take a forage, or to share in the disappointment if I don't. Um, For me, I won't starve to death without... You know, taking forage, but for them it could have meant the difference between living and dying. And I want to understand that. I want to feel them, um, their disappointment that I didn't receive that, and really get to be on a different level with my ancestors. Um, it, it's so hard these days. You know, we have to find those pieces of time where we can go ahead and be a little more connected to our ancestors, a little more connected to those that have gone on before us. Are choice of religion and the path that we take is not a very easy one when it comes to devoting time to it. So that's the one thing. The other thing I want to recognize this time is warriors. you know we want to recognize those that have served our country, have served our nations, have served in doing anything that is honorable, um, especially warriors that had to fight or warriors that went off to war, or those that you know didn't choose to do that, that were forced to do it through drafts or through point systems or things of that nature. So we want to honor them as well. And we want to honor their sacrifice and the things that they gave up to be um, soldiers and warriors and give us the freedoms that we have today. Um, so we won't forget them either. With that said, I'm going to conclude here. If you guys have any questions, please check out the Facebook group. Uh, Modern Heathen Man, look it up, it's there for you, it's available Um, join it, Um, you'll be approved right away and uh, you know, I'm trying to set it up like a kindred where, you know, we have different roles and things like that, so we'll have them up real soon, but yeah, I want to thank you all for joining me thank you all for taking the time to be better i want to hail you for that i want to hail the ancestors today those that have gone before us those that have paved the way for us to have a life those that have brought us to this world through love and kindness those that have brought us this world not through love and kindness either way they're still our ancestors um The scoundrels and the saints that we have, as I joke around that, but yeah, I mean, some of us have pirates, some of us have slave traders, some of us have saints, and whatever else you want to call them, so those that have gone on before us, whatever they've done to help shape us into the people we are today, so I want to thank you all for joining me for a modern heathen man, and tell you to have a wonderful great hunt, to have a wonderful winter night's our winter findings, winter night's um, holiday. and I'll see you next with the bonfire that we're going to have in a couple days. so our couple weeks. So talk to you then. Thank you.